Imagine being able to travel to any point in time. Where would you go? And what would you do? You could witness some of the greatest moments in history. That's gotta be Kane! Break it down! In your house, cold day in hell, let's go. I like hell cold, man. Yeah. I like it. It's a little too hot. It's way too hot, dude. cold day in hell, you know. It's like a lukewarm day? Yeah, like a cold day in hell. It's like, what, 75? It's like 75, partly sunny. So, like, (laughs) still, sometimes it gets to be, like, with the heat index, like, 80-something. So, like, you could still go to the pool at the beach, and it's not, like, super windy because it's hell. Yeah. There's no, like, weather system. And that water's, like, a 65. The water, oh, yeah. I mean, the yeah, water's that's nice. like when, when it's nice. like even when it's like bath water, you know, yeah, it's still like, like so great refreshing as well. The water's like warmer, so it's like it's like refreshing to get out, you know. It's like a hot tub, kind of. It's like the natural, not hot a hot tub time machine because that's for stupid no, idiots. No, yeah, it's the stupidest idea. Like a hot tub would never work to be a time machine, but turnbuckle <laughs> time machine that's a real the thing, Russell vessel, and that is legitimate. It's got a name, the Russell Vessel. Yeah. yeah. No one's going to make that up. Yeah. But, I mean, what is this, a key? Is there a key to this? Key to the city. Key to the city? Mm-hmm. The Johnny Walker city? Mm-hmm. Is what she said. Uh, we already, guys, this was my gift from Robert. Already almost gone. So, I mean, we've been just, this in your house has been, it's just been phenomenal. Well, that, we, we did a bottle of champagne. Well, that was last episode, which was weeks ago. Yeah, weeks ago. <laughs> We're still wearing the same clothes. We're still the same tan line. Well, it's just a cycle came still back did, my laundry. Still did a bottle of wine at well, we our... were in Austin for a week. Like, all these things could all... Like, it could, we could explain it all if you didn't just make it all obvious that it's the same day. Yeah. Or we could just say we're drunk already, but, you know. But that was what I was getting at. We're almost a fifth of Blue Label down. Uh, but, guys... I don't want to spoil anything here, but this was the best in your house we've ever seen. This was the best in your house for knowing, especially going into this in your house, knowing like, yeah. uh, well, the matches aren't that exciting because like we well, we no, know this is going to happen. The this matches is... are exciting, but we, it just was because we're from the future. Know the outcomes of most yeah. of them because. A, we're big wrestling fans, and B, it just makes sense. Like, you got Shamrock, Vader, you know the outcome, because Shamrock's new. Like, it's got to be one way. Right, got, Nation Domination. You know Undertaker's going to win, because... <laughs> we're just spoiling No, we're spoiling it, because you guys are all wrestling fans. You know this already. Uh, we know, we've mentioned it on the podcast, that Stone Cold wins his first belt at WrestleMania. Yeah. So we know that. And that's how it's going to go. Yeah, we know the Nation of Domination is here Doesn't break up. Right. Yeah. So, like, well, it's, it, but it was interesting how it got there and the things that happened in between. Correct. If, if this was six months ago, all that would have been so stupid. Like, it <laughs> yes. would have just been like, it, it would have been like, the Undertaker, we'll get into Undertaker Stone Cold match, but like it would have lasted half the time. Yeah, it wouldn't have been good at all. The uh, Nation of Domination thing, I don't even know what like this wouldn't have even have been an idea they came up with six months ago, let alone have it executed, which was pretty good the way it happened. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like Vader Shamrock would have just been a swat. Like it would just been done in five. It minutes. was a good. These match. matches were like really good, <laughs> like really good. Like I don't know, if, was it the, the fact that we're like, oh, eh, another in your house, and comparing to the last in your house, like, oh my god, I can't believe people paid for that. This is like, I guess knowing from the future is like even knowing from the future, like the outcomes of all these is like. I still enjoyed watching. Like these uh, matches we, were we, good. We we had a great time watching, and we and we were almost like we we got fooled by a few false finishes. Yes, so we were like, oh shit, and it was yeah, it was good. It was really if good. if you get us to say oh shit a couple of times, yeah, yeah, once is even good right now. Yeah, two three yeah. times like this was. It was it was really a good, good in your house. So hats off to these guys. And there was a couple matches that we didn't know that we were gonna have, which were good matches. Yeah. But there was also one match I think I plugged that didn't happen at all. No, and that was LOD up. versus British Bulldog and Owen Hart so for the we tag went titles. Back into Wrestle Vessel, it was supposed to be that. Dude, I'm pretty we went sure back and we fucked it up. And then did we became, fuck it up? I think it became Rocky. So I'm pretty and, sure they say, you know, I think JR says, you know, LOD has a chance to get these tag titles at the next pay per view. This is the next pay per view. It didn't happen. Right. You know what I've been thinking about too is just like when we started a year ago and some change now mm-hmm. from when this airs. Or a, when a this year, airs, okay, a year and change, an hour, like a year and um, three months from now, um, the tag titles were just bam. It was uh, you know, who, it was skip and zip, uh, oh, smoking yeah. guns. I want Sonny on here for the skip and zip stuff. Someone else. Smoking guns. Yeah. Then it was these guys, and it's been on these guys for at least six months. Maybe more. This is a hell of a tag title reign, I feel like. It really is. And we I know that I've caught myself saying, Man, I I wonder what British Bulldog would do be doing if he wasn't involved with this tag team. But it's like, okay, does would you rather be British Bulldog and maybe be a contender for the WWF title? Or would you be like, take a year's reign right. as a tag yeah, team and champion before, be and... Honest, before that, he had a great contendership for the championship. He had a, at that time, best match we've yeah. seen and a couple matches. Actually, for only a guy who had a few matches with Shawn Michaels, sure. he just won. Uh, and it was the that for, that one at King of the Ring was the best we'd seen it was, at the time. And I think... Very good, yeah. One thing that he can't, the thing that, that never really differentiated him and never gave him his singles championship reign is he's got no mic skills. I agree. It's and his bad. accent's very, it's but very hard. Why. It's the accent. I agree. He's just not, even without the accent, he's not this dynamic mic guy. You know, he's not William Regal. William Regal way better on the mic than British Bulldog as a British person. He just as a British person, but their talents are way different. No, like, know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, William Regal, technically a better wrestler. Uh, Bulldog, though, at this era, impressed me. Very much impressed me. I was just the physical specimen. Dude, physical specimen on top of that, but it's like that. But also, like, let's just say that he was a contender for the WF title. He also has to, like, who else is a threat? Psycho Sid, because they're trying to push him really hard because he's the ultimate warrior replacement. Right. And also, we have... Mm, who else is a contender at that time? I mean, we had Mankind a little bit. We had, um, who else do we have for the title? Vader a little bit. Taker. So there's a, there's a lot of yeah. people that could be, I mean, besides Sean getting injured here is yeah. kind of what loses the title here. Bret Hart could easily have it. I think I would be conservative and say like, hey, I would take the tag titles for a year plus a European 
championship yeah, than a non-guaranteed. Davy two belts for nothing. We've been saying Davy two belts for a while. <laughs> we, I'm, I feel like we wanted this to happen. You it's happening. It. You did predict it. I mean, it's I'm better not you saying, to say it I'm than me to say it. Eek mocked it, but eek Come on, yeah. guys. We were surprised with a couple matches here. First match was was a, was a classic. Not a classic, but I mean, it was cool. Unexpected Two match. very talented guys. We get Flash, Funk, funk. where the Funk gets? No where funk are gets. they? Where you at? Seriously? Funk gets? Come on, Funk gets. Last time we saw Funk gets was. We've was it the Slammy Awards where they showed the Funkettes yes. and I thought that they were the hottest ones out there? Yes. They were the hottest ones they out there. They were the hottest ones out there, 100%. And I never thought of like the Funkettes being like hot, I mean like attractive girls, but why, like why not? Just because there was so much going on with Sonny, Sable. Would you say they that didn't you were it. more turned on by Flash Funk than the Funkettes? Is that why? For a minute there, yeah. No. No, it's new. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. But that only lasts you so long. You know, they say once you go flash funk, you don't go back funk. <laughs> That's your bumper sticker on your Rev Four, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get it. Yeah, yeah. it's an age-old so, proverb. So flash funk with the funkettes, and where are the funkettes, Tom? They're not there, and we're upset. And but it's been a couple weeks since we've seen them now. Yeah. But they actually shed some light into why this is, and it reveals his opponent for the night. They say that Funkettes aren't coming out because they're intimidated by China. China. <laughs> yeah. China. So he's going against Triple H opening match. This is going to be. Is, well, I'm excited for it. At first, I'm thinking, ah, oh, Flash Funk, Triple H. And then in the back of my head, I go, well, Flash Funk is great. And yeah. Triple H is great. So, like, but the, I mean, is I, this going to be a good match? I was more intrigued at the interview with Triple H when they said, Triple H, Trump, why, why, are, why are people saying that? That uh, the Funkettes won't come out because of China. What is it with you and China that you have against the Funkettes? Oh, you putting me on the spot for yeah, uh, uh, a spot for What do you think this is? We got a lot of Funkettes out there. So many Funkettes. Do we dare turn them into trumpets? Oh. They say, Donald Trump, you're so flashy, you're so flashy, I say, but I'm also funky. I'm the funkiest one of them all. I'll make these bitches crawl. <laughs> and they suck on Donald Trump's Okay. You called him out. You called him out. You got China to worry yeah. about. China. <laughs> Triple H and China come out. <laughs> and they are looking into really put me on the spot there well, well i thought you were catching up uh, i know i wasn't I was but doing. uh hopefully i executed <laughs> i mean you did all right you did all right oh scoot, okay. all right, right yeah you keep with balls and stuff yeah. uh, they the, but the match begins china's looking intimidating as ever in let room. me ask you this yeah. i'm gonna pause you yes. for a minute china is intimidating yes absolutely so i'm looking at her and she is in this character of just like muscles out like this and she's just ripped right and that's scary but also she has bangs which as a guy for me is scarier because i know she's going through some shit right chicks with bangs are insane they're insane chicks with muscles like china that's fine that's i mean that just means you're committed to something fuck you up but then you add the bangs they're crazy and and like capable they're yeah. crazy and capable. Crazy capable. They're crazy capable <laughs> of causing catastrophes. 
And is that a blackout stage for women? Well, when you I, had bangs? I heard that story, you know, like, hey, oh no, that was my bang face. I'm not. I have no recollection. Of oh, you, that's a get out of jail free card. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't think that. It depends on the degree of the crime, but it's like or the degree, oh, sorry, the, was, the degree of the bangs. I had a lot of emotional damage at that time, so you can tell because I had bangs. Uh, you can't hold me accountable for any of those situations. Yeah, it's like any girl that you know that like dyes her hair red, text her immediately because she's going through some shit, right? We talked about that in high school. Remember with the anal stuff and the high school stuff. Oh, any girl that Survivor dyes her hair series. red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Survivor Series. Good episode. <laughs> just yeah, yeah, just watch it. Yeah. But, I mean, guys, if or or women, if you're a fan and you want to swipe up and tell us why bangs aren't okay and why bangs or if bangs are okay or why are we right about the bangs, let us know. We're right about the bangs. We're right about, about the bangs. Right about I mean, the but bangs. like, you know, maybe they can ex- extrapolate on them a bit and explain it a little sure. better. But either way, both it's like a double. Double intimidation. Yeah, like the muscles. Zero, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Well, they say when Triple H and China get silly, Who's who has the Willie? Willie? <laughs> there are five front row seats unoccupied here. Front row. I thought this yeah. was a sold out show in Richmond, Virginia. Well, it was. They had to illegally purchase those tickets from a scouter? Is that what you call them, scouters? That's what King said. Scalpers. Scalp. No, he called them scouters. <laughs> called them scouters. Called them scouters. Oh, wow, King. Like, yeah. I thought you were with the King lines here. I, well, I was in the bathroom at this time. So oh, you had right. Put on the you shorts. Yeah, yeah, you were putting on the shorts. I mean, fit me well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Subscribe to our OnlyFans. You get to see me in these really cool tight shorts. Um, what's our handle on OnlyFans? Oh, Bangs for Bangs. <laughs> Bangs for bangs. bangs. Yeah, it's just a wig with your bang. Um, There's five empty seats, and King says that they are reserved for the Heart Foundation. So we know that they're going to be there at some point in time. My guess is main event. Well, obviously, I thought they'd be there sooner. Well, so this whole time we thought that there was going to be a title defense for the tag titles. So you imagine if it would have been there sooner. I thought so, too. That never happened. Never happened. But I'm almost guaranteed or I'm almost positive that it was said that LOD was going to get a title shot at the pay-per-view. Well, I'm like 85% positive. Maybe and Co., Oh, yeah, that, that fucking heel turn as they did. Whoa. Every, threw everyone for a goddamn loop. So this match is actually very enjoyable. Yeah, a lot of good spots. I mean, Flash Funk is good at these um, high-risk maneuvers. Triple H is so good at selling everything. And I, and I feel like they've put Flash Funk at the beginning of these pay-per-views a couple times now just because they know he's going to sell or at least he's gonna he's gonna present a good match because he's a high flyer and he's gonna sure. roll out. And then you got Triple H, who you know is gonna be good. They're like three months away from giving Triple H keys to the city and giving him and DX happening and all that stuff. Yeah, so, we're right there. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, Triple H ends up getting the upper hand pedigree for the win. And then right after the match, China just picks up Flash Funk and she's holding Flash Funk up for like. I don't know, a good 10 seconds. We're like, what is China doing with Flash Funk? And then she takes him, picks him up, and throws him on the top of the ring, and Flash Funk just just lands on his dick. So those poor Funkettes. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they're not there. Right? To see that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, 
he might have lost the Funkheads. She probably would have done that to both Funkheads at the same time if if they were there. She does have the bangs to do that. I mean, that's where it's just like, oh, who's China? And they just show her a picture like, yeah, she's ripped, right? You're like, no, she has bangs. So one thing about China, like, her jawline, I feel like, changes dramatically between now and, like, two years from now. Well, yeah. Um, King even said, uh, Jay Leno, watch out. Yeah, right. Like, But, like, then I don't, she must have, like, surgery. Because it's, like, it becomes very much more, like, angular. Now it's, like, rounded. Yeah, it looks yeah, like it um. Very angular. Remember, like the handsome Squidward. No, I, I don't. Uh, I'll put it here. I, I still won't know because. I'm well, he has like a he's Spotify. like chiseled jaw. Yeah. Oh, I see. Or I think it's handsome Squidward. I don't know. We've been drinking. You know this is really good. This blue label. If you'd like to try it. <sighs> Tastes like the exact same blue label I've been drinking earlier. You had some earlier? Yeah. I didn't know you had any earlier. Do you think you just killed this bottle by yourself? I mean, no. I, I thought I did. It was my pre You gifted it to me. I didn't know you were going to drink half of the bottle. Yeah, Blue Label is like the right amount of smoky for me on scotch. I'm not crazy. The zero amount? Hmm? The zero amount. What? Blue Label is smoky. It's smoky. It's smoky. There's no smoke. Dude, it's definitely smokier. Yeah. It's not like Lafroig smoky, but it's right. It's not smoky. It's smoky. So that's the right amount of smoky for you. For me, yeah. Like a, it's like a touch of fucking sriracha, right? Like a touch of smoke. Well, I mean, it wouldn't compare it to sriracha. But like, I mean, I get what you're saying. I still think you're way way out of line. All right. Well, Tom, Tom's a fucking anger drunk, so no. I, you know, I, I mean, I might be a little more qualified to talk in whiskey than you, but. Sure. We, <laughs> you're like, well, open the champagne. You're a bartender. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I was. <laughs> well, you realtor, bartender, podcast host. Mostly. Just call podcast me a podcast host. host. With the most is what we like to call you. I've never heard that once. Really? Well, you should check out the fan fiction they write. The Turbo and Time Machine fan. I'll wait 25 years to yeah, write it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, yeah, it's more modern, so you probably wouldn't understand it. We got another good match coming up. Another surprise, and I think this is what we affected with the Wrestle Vessel. We thought it was going to be Tag Team Championship. It wasn't. No. Mankind versus The Rock. Which is awesome. Rock and this Sock. This is really good. Rock and Sock. Mankind versus The Rock. And this match also did not disappoint. There's a little interview with uh, The Rock backstage, and I was looking for that, like, remember the last interview we had with The Rock that was backstage? It's yeah. like... He was like right there. He was like a deluded version of The Rock. He was, yeah, he was, he like, was like the Wish.com <laughs> version of The Rock. You know, like he was always just like, you know, well, I'm going to go out there and give 110% besides saying like, well, The Rock says I'm going to do this. And it was just like, it was almost there. This interview was very lackluster. I think he, he fumbled, fumbled over his words. And you could tell him he was swaying a little back and forth. So it seemed like he was a little nervous. I mean, the title isn't on him, so maybe his confidence isn't there. Would you agree? Yeah, he may, he may have lost the confidence here. Yeah. And I, I think this is where we start to see the unraveling of the... I mean, we've kind of already seen it because at the WrestleMania, people weren't rooting for him. He's been very much not a fan favorite. favorite. He's been booed. He's been just... I mean, he lost the title now. I, I, from what I understand, he gets injured soon. And then he'll come back as 
nation of domination rock, which mm-hmm. leads to the real rock. And I think that's what he needs with that attitude. Right now he's trying to play the face and he can't really give into Well the face is so like it's it's a it's a weird point at this time because like who it's at this attitude era where people are just developing themselves. It's like your traditional face where it's just like right. you know, attack the bad guy, get the crowd over face. Right. There's but two th- fundamentals. But this is the issue now, is that that is the textbook face. Textbook, yes. But you have now, the fa- so, and this is the faces of the company, and, and this is why it didn't make sense a year ago when Shawn Michaels was a piece of shit, but he was a face. <laughs> right, but yeah, everybody yeah. was still kind of behind him, but he was just acting like a piece of shit. Now, being that piece of shit, even though less so of one, mm-hmm. he's over as a face. You have Stone Cold, who plays by nobody's rules but his own. Mm-hmm. Calls the crowd out, but yeah, the people still love him. He doesn't give a shit. And is Vince figuring this out? That he's just like, oh, you don't, so. you don't need I, to I be like, you don't need to be like Ultimate Warrior where you hype the fans right. up and right. like, no, it's these, not good guy versus bad guy. It's like who the fans like. Yeah. Good guys. Right, Even yeah. Even Psycho Sid was crazy and he was still a face. Undertaker's an evil face, but like you don't have, outside of Ahmed right now, he's probably the only guy and maybe LOD who are like, and, but, but even then, they're kind of like rule breaking. Because attitude yeah, error, yeah. right? Yeah, like, but it, it's like Amish, the textbook. But I'm at that point too because he's just dealing with these shitty people that it's like I got to do crazy shit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think everybody's realizing it. But Rocky's in a weird spot because he's got to play by the rules, but also try to be like I don't know. He's trying to get the crowd behind him, but he doesn't have the just the the just be rebel what? attitude. Be what? Oz. Oh. Do you have you have a you have an excerpt you want to read? I have a few pots pointers. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I d- you definitely read that one. <laughs> Uh, so guys, this is this is such a small a book rock. after after a year. This, this we've already read this, this book a after a year. Episode. I bring in Bond's pointer. I've never, never read a Bond's pointer. Book. Never read a word in this book. Before. Okay, I got some Bond's pointers. That's how you know it's the attitude error when I'm reading <laughs> Pause Pointers. And I'm not talking about the goddamn Jews. <laughs> What's that have to do with Pause Pointers? Nothing. Eat muck the fruit dick. Imagine yourself in that place of success. Believe in your heart. You can't accomplish anything that you set your mind to. Write it down. Write it into extinction or existence. Sorry. <laughs> That's the exact opposite. Exact, exact opposite. Uh, let's get a little preaching here. And ask God to guide you along your journey. Come on, God. Show me yes. your way, bro. Or just do mushrooms. That will oh, probably that, help. Right. That was number four? That was in Rob Spot's Pointers. So let's get into this match. Um, it, it was a great match. Would you agree? I would agree. So the match is, uh, it starts a little outside the ring, and we get to see not only the rock bottom, but the rock does the rock bottom. Again, not his finisher move at the time. He's still workshopping this, but does an ele- probably his best rock bottom. Oh, absolutely. Onto the steel ramp, the entrance ramp, onto mankind. Hell of an impact. Great. That was probably the, you know, Mankind's idea. But he did like that, like, electrifying, like, 
look around and like lift up and then drop. He's got it. Yes. Like he, I think he realizes here. Like I mean, he's obviously done it since he did, did it in his first match. He's done this every time we've seen him since. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it's just kind of that one, I think was against Owen, where like Owen kind of locked legs with him on the way up, and it was yeah, terrible. That was bad, but like yeah. the re- but he's done it every time, mm-hmm. so you know he's feeling this move, and uh, it's it's going to be a big part of his future, obviously. But mm-hmm. I mean, this one was we're we're I, if you're following along, we all get to see all these characters develop and see these moves develop, which is very cool. But I also have a sign of the knights. That I'm calling sign of the night that I saw in the crowd. And it's probably a 12-year-old kid that has a sign, neon, that says, Sonny, sit here. And it's just pointing to his head. I mean, imagine The original sit on my face guy? yourself as a 12-year-old. Sonny sits on your face. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? This. Would you even know to do that? I think that's natural. Or would you just be happy? Well, e- either way, if you're getting like smothered and suffocated, yeah. you're still going to do the same reaction. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Help, help. What if you're wearing your, your, your cat in the hat hat? You got your kazoo. <laughs> yeah. Just play your kazoo and she just sits on it. You just keep playing the kazoo? Is that work? For no, you? I'm sticking that kazoo up her ass. Oh. What do you do with the hat? <laughs> you wear it. Oh. oh. It's a hat, you're right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, we also see, speaking of finishing moves, The Rock actually hits a good shoulder breaker on Mankind. Yeah, just kind of, but not like as a finisher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then, instead of going for the pin, The Rock ends up to do this crossbody, which we've seen the shoulder breaker for the win. You should get some one, two, three. And I think he's trying to make the crossbody his finisher. Yeah, it, so it he goes up to the ring, lands the crossbody, but somehow man or Mankind ends up getting him into the mandible claw, which is pretty cool, and The Rock is out. And they ring the bell. Mankind gets to win via mandible claw. This is a very good match. It was. It was a good match. Probably The Rock's best match we've seen. I think so. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I know he got rid of, like, the tassels on the arm, yeah. but he still kind of had that, like, turquoise Samoan thing. Yeah, he still got Did the he rock get rid of that? At some point, and then brought it back? I mean, he's got... No, I think he was... He was always rocking that? Okay. I think he's trying to transition out of the where he started character. And he he mentioned in the show Young Rock that he always hated this name, Rocky Maivia, and and the character. Like, he wanted to be more of the rock. And probably he realized pretty quickly with Stone Cold and everybody and how it was all going, uh, I, I can't be doing this cheesy character. But I think, you know, obviously WWE wanted it because of the connection to his dad and his grandpa. Mm-hmm. So exactly, uh, <laughs> the exact opposite of like gold dust. Right, right. Yeah. right. But, but, and that's, but, but it's the same idea in his mind. I don't want to be attached to them the whole time. I want to make my own path. Right. Which is important if you want to be a big wrestler, big star like he was. Well, yeah. I mean, look at Randy Orton and Bob Orton. Like one's yeah. a cowboy and one's just a straight killer. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I, I mean, I think. He, I think he's starting to realize that he could be more, and they're not giving him the opportunity here. Well, you can't say they gave him an opportunity. He's already got the fucking icy title. Well, like, no, I understand they gave him the opportunity to do well, but they haven't given him the opportunity to be himself. Sure. Right. And we're, we're noticing now with The Rock, like he used to have that, like, as what The Rock would call that, like, pineapple Patrick yeah, Mahomes haircut. It's shorter now. It's shorter now. The sideburns have grown out, so we're starting to see... 
just slowly day by day rock it, becoming like the, the rock raw, it's like the raw ring and and surrounding area we're figuring it out yeah. we're figuring it out yeah and we're going to transition next to Ahmed's um, 1v3 here. So Ahmed versus the Nation of Domination. And his first match is going to be against Crush. And we're, we're, met, we're met with the Nation of Domination in the ring. And your boy, Gorilla Monsoon, Gorilla Monsoon comes boy. out and says, Guys, if it's going to be 1v3, you gotta eight, fucking eight, go away. Here. You, gotta, right. you, you gotta go away. Yeah. Just stand up at the You moment. gotta go away. So the in in your house like background is literally like and I like that they keep this theme. It's like literally like a suburban home and then they have like eight nation domination members look like they're Christmas caroling outside this house, right? Like the suburban house is like, oh honey, I think they're carolers, but they're a little bit darker, so we're not gonna open the door. Are they Kwanzaa carolers? Oh, come on, dude. What? Kwanzaa's awesome. You know any Kwanzaa songs? Ika maka der fertig. Ika maka der fertig. Or is that a German song? No, that's Christmas, dude. That's Krampus. No, it's Christmas because the Santa Claus going down the chimney. Oh. Yeah, you're, you're going, going down. down. Shut up. Yes. <laughs> you're going down the chimney. Ik mag de fertig. The chimney. That's so funny. <laughs> so Ahmed is going to verse Crush in this first match. And um, kind of cool because we see Crush hit a pile driver on Ahmed. But... This, this goes Did you on think that longer. this this was a long match, yeah. but it seemed very sloppy? Oh, it was very sloppy. It was just like I, I was first. I guess I thought that like it would be Savio Crush Farouk because mm -hmm. Crush is like is like Farouk's right hand man. Savio's like he's like the kind of smaller guy that is part of the team. right. Like you know? if I were to do that, unless you think maybe just Crush just ends it, and if he can't, Savio can just right. You know, pick up twenty percent where crushed as eighty. Right. But all of it was like it seemed like Ahmed's been in the like they both have been in the ring for like a while, but it was like their first match. It was just very like I don't know, like the pile drivers, the slams. It was just very sloppy. Like I, I get the, the both big guys, yeah, but yeah. but even yeah, to your yeah. point, continue. Jumps the, Ahmed jumps off the second turnbuckle and just like falls like a dead fish. <laughs> the crush moves. And it's just sloppy. Yeah, it seemed like they were exhausted. But, but at the end, it does. I mean, it ends well. We get uh, we get that pile driver. We get uh, and weirdly, Crush trying to signal the rest of the nation of domination into the ring, but they don't have anything to do with it. Mm -hmm. They're just standing up at the top of the ramp, and then he gets goes to get Ahmed in a in a hard punch, and right before he lands it, Ahmed just kind of gets a. Uh, he does cool the spinning heel kick. Yeah, there. the reverse heel kick. Yeah, and then and he rolls him up and gets the win. Yeah, off of a heel kick, which is, <laughs> I guess, different, but right. he doesn't. He beats Crush, as to be expected, right? So next, Ahmed, right after that, is going to verse Savio Vega. Uh, and it's said that Savio's had a sprained ankle sprained right before his ankle this. In Scranton, Pennsylvania. So he's hobbling down the ring and then like he as soon as he gets in the ring, he's immediately better. But Savio dominates this match. Is this to get Ahmed his breath back? Because Savio dominates for probably five, seven minutes yeah. in uh, this match. Yeah, he does. Um and and honestly he looks pretty good doing it. He's outside the ring. He actually mm -hmm. I think he lands outside the ring at one point. 
And oh, and he does like a little dance. Like, oh, his ankle's totally oh, fine. I wonder how his ankle is. Like, he landed on both feet. I'm like, ooh, that ankle's got to hurt. And he just starts dancing. Yeah. I'm like, this ankle's like never been better. Everybody. Yeah. So, um, Ahmed sets up for a Pearl River plunge, but Savio gets out of it and then rolls out of the ring. And Savio just ends up saying, fuck this. I can't beat this guy grabs a chair outside of the ring, and then hits Ahmed outside the ring, and that's a DQ. So Ahmed wins again. But Savio's like, I already got the DQ. I'm just going to keep giving headshots and chair shots to Ahmed inside the ring. And finally, after all is said and done, after probably four to five chair shots, Ahmed versus Farouk in the arm sling. Yeah, he's got a broken shoulder. Stuff. I feel like Savio, and I, 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 I get it's predetermined, right? But like, I feel like Savio had the advantage this whole thing. Like, why not try? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> he was doing, he was doing well against Ahmed. Like, it's like, eh, maybe when you lose, do the chair stuff. But wow. either way, so it's Ahmed versus Farouk, and Ahmed hurries and tries a roll up on Farouk, and this was a close two count. Oh man. Yeah. I thought he the was just going to get right it right, right, off, yeah. right off the bat. Like, yeah. So Farouk throws his arm sleeve off, and I guess he's feeling better. And then Ahmed, this is like all, this match was like this two part, minutes. Like, this part was the quickest part of the whole Yes. Thing. So Ahmed hits a spine buster. Boom. He's ready to set up the Pearl River plunge. So Ahmed sets up that Pearl River plunge, but and lands, lands it. it. And then Ahmed goes to turn around, and Farouk's legs like kind of in the way, so he can't roll off quick enough. So he has to go the other way. And then Ahmed goes. It's a one. It's a two. And it's a kick out by Farouk. I've never seen a closer two count than that ever in my life. It was a very close. That was. I was. We were like, oh shit, he's gonna win. I know. Ah, even though we knew he wasn't gonna win, we thought he was gonna win. That's how good this was. And then right after that. Dominator. Farouk has enough energy to do one last move, and that's the Dominator. And he gets Ahmed. One, two, three. Farouk wins. Nation of Domination continues to reign, and that's the end of the match, the which we kind of predicted, yeah. but it was it was still good. Oh, it was great. I was all except for that crush match. I thought that was just it was just I thought it was sloppy, but the other matches made up for it because those were a lot cleaner. I guess it matters, like, who you work with. You know what I mean? Right. Like, because if Ahmed's going to be sloppy there, but he was very clean the next match, it's like, it's all about your opponent. Right. We have a interview backstage with the man they call. <laughs> By the way, that's exactly how they start this interview, <laughs> with Vader just going... <laughs> By the way, when you asked me what I would do as Sonny sat on my face, I go, I would just do the Vader interview. Just <laughs> When I say eat the pussy, I mean literally eat it. Not pussy licking like anything. Vader. I'm pussy literally like eat, Vader. eat the pussy. Like We're going to do a rap song. Eat the pussy live bread. Eat the pussy live bread. It depends on that. It's time. It's Vader time. Eat the pussy live bread. Eat the pussy live bread. I'm going to eat the pussy live bread. So high, she needed an elevator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, Vader 
is talking about Ken Shamrock, which he has to face. And it's said that uh, Vader and Mankind actually attacked Shamrock backstage while he was doing an interview. But the match starts, and it's Vader and Shamrock. And there's a few rules to this match. It's a no-holds-barred, but you can only win. No count-outs, by the way, which we kind of love. Yeah. We love a good (laughs) count-out. But uh, you can only win by submission or a knockout. Or... Standing eight count, it says in the graphic. And then they quickly explain afterwards, hey, just so you know, you cannot win in a standing eight count. Which, why put it in the graphic then? Huh? Was it April Fool's? No, it's Mother's Day. It is Mother's Day here in 1997. So, I don't know why they would, where the miscommunication was there. Like, how could you be so bad at your job? I don't know. That this is a thing they thought, and then they were like, oh, shit, we better change it. Can we change the graphic? No. Damn. Well, why don't we just not make it a thing? Like, why don't we have it as a rule, but then they never get close to the eight count, you know? And what the fuck's an eight count in wrestling? I don't know. Has there ever been an eight count in WWF history? Come on. Nothing. Who would have come up with that? Three is like the only weird number, but that makes sense for a pinfall, right? Yeah. So, as to what you're asking, it's like Vader versus Mankind. Is this going to be like an MMA match? Is this going, or what did I say? You said Mankind. Oh, God. (laughs) Thank God you correct me sometimes. I hate it, but I hate myself. So, Vader versus Shamrock, and it's like, what is this going to be? Like an MMA fight? Is this going to be like a wrestling match? And it was a Actually, like, I didn't know how they were going to do it, but they did it well. It was like a, it was like a hybrid. Between, yeah, it was a hybrid of that. But we know that if they go against the ropes, they're calling rope breaks in this match. Right. If, which it, is, if it's, yeah, if it's a submission in the ropes, there's a rope break. Yeah. And let me say, and I've said it, Tom said it, and even JR said it. This match was fucking stiff, dude. This match was When we say stiff. in between, it's not like... They fake the MMA stuff. No, 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 no. An MMA match, and then they do some wrestling. Yes. Like when we talk about, like, and and I had this conversation with you during the match. I said, like, Vader is very, like, hot headed. We know Ken Shamrock murdered a guy and made a blood scene because he gave a, like, dirty hit to him. So, like, these guys are both hot headed. Like, do you tell. Ken Shamrock murdered a guy? That. That one black guy. Oh, Remember, I he you made him actually murdered him. Well, actually, no, it's I, like, I get it now. yeah. Well, yeah no, why right. is Sonny on trial? You know, yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah. It's all schematic. Yeah. <laughs> manslaughter, whatever. I always mix up schematics and manslaughter. It's like tomato, tomato. Though, yeah, right? exactly. But like, where do we tell Vader? Like, Ken Shamrock is so green right now. Like, he's so new. He's probably gonna land some actual shots. Right. Well, my, I mean, the guy. But they like guy, just give out even the guy exchange could do blows. that with his Vader, and that's why they made him this first guy. He's like, okay, look, Vader, this guy is green. He doesn't know what he's but doing. But they both like Vader played some shit, and Vader's like, I'll fucking give it to him. I'll give it to him. Well, Vader already like wrestles stiff anyways. Right. It's like, yeah. So he's like, yeah, let's do it. I'm or Vince is just like, like, or this is, or this is Vader's penance for getting arrested in Kuwait. It's like, look, you oh, yeah, you some... might have to take some shots from Ken <laughs> yeah. Shamrock, yeah. But, like, the leg kicks Ken Shamrock lands Dude, are... Ken Shamrock starts out with leg kicks, and they are hard. Yeah. Like, they're just, like, boom, boom. Like, they're hard. Like, but, but if you ever got, like, an actual leg kick, like, it's... You 
you don't experience anything like on your legs like that. Like it's literally like a, a, like you're literally getting your shin bone into like your quadricep. Like it's like literally like equivalent to like a bat or like yeah. a hard stick to your leg. And they're they're, they're just playing stiff. And I I love this match. But uh, Vader goes for a suplex. And this was a, a big bump by Shamrock. He picks up Shamrock and literally just throws him out of the ring. Yeah. And uh, Shamrock took a big bump. Yeah. Yeah. In the ring, out of the ring. It was great. And Ken Shamrock is set up later in the corner of the turnbuckle, but it looks like he's going to go for a Vader bomb. But we both said to each other, there's like, Shamrock is way too far away. away. So this is, and I'm I'm ecstatic because I'm like, this is perfect moonsault territory. And I know the moonsault never works, but Mm -hmm. if it's going to work, this is going to be the time. He the time, the Vader, the Vader time. time. So he goes to the middle turnbuckle, gonna go for the Vader bomb. Looks back, sees Shamrock's a little bit far away. He's gonna try that moonsault. I told you. Vader goes for the moonsault perfectly. He does a perfect moonsault, by the way. So props off the Vader. And then Ken Shamrock goes to move, and he kind of lands some of it. Yeah, he still lands with upper. Half he of still his lands upper some of it. Quadrants, maybe. Yes. Upper quadrant of his body. Onto, onto uh, Shamrock, so, but he, you know, it's like a no-sell because he was supposed to be completely out of it the It was way. supposed to, but he, he landed some of it, and it looked hard as hell. <laughs> but later on, we're in the corner of the turnbuckle, and we're exchanging blows, and they're like, you know, like, I mean, they're soft, but they're still landing, no, they're, you they're know, they're landing. Blows. like. And this is the end, right? You're talking about yes. it. This is like, so, Vader, so like, you get Shamrock has Vader in the turnbuckle and he's landing punches, he's landing elbows and kicks and everything. And then like you kind of see Vader say something to him and then he just lays the shit out of him. Vader clocks him. It's like clocks punch, him. Punch, elbow, forearm. It's all in one. It's, it's in the, I, I, he just falls. It's the most like meat and potatoes, yeah. like gruntiest, like fat guy strength punch. He gets the punch. He also gets like some of the elbow and like bicep, and Ken Shamrock goes down. Vader goes down with them. Then Ken Shamrock grabs the ankle of Vader, locks it into an ankle lock, and Vader taps for wow, the win. Yeah. But Vader still clocked the fucking shit out of Shamrock. This whole match was so great to watch because, again, how fucking stiff it was. Yeah, this, it was, it was awesome. so because we're, so we're watching it like it, 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 yeah agreed because I thought it was like are we gonna do, are we gonna do this like pretend MMA where we're just gonna yeah. be like in chokeholds and then reversals and like it's like this fake jujitsu dance that we're gonna do but no like the striking was striking for sure yeah it was real yeah it was it was real our main event guys for the in your house Stone Cold. First Undertaker, and let me take a pause right now on In Your House. Oh, we have like 35 minutes to go. Yeah, 30-minute match here. 30-minute match here. I'm on board, though. But I know like there's going to be some shenanigans because we've got these four seats reserved for the Heart sure. Foundation, plus one handicap seat. And... <laughs> Like it, and I, I'm. That's just now just, clicking just, with me. I mean, this is like our eighth in your house, tenth in your house, maybe. Yeah. 
So like I'm apprehensive, like I'm I'm optimistic, but I'm like just pessimistically optimistic. So it's an oxymoron, but I, I that's how I'm feeling because I know the in your houses aren't that great, although the raws have been improving. But I'm like, man, they're not gonna give a clean finish here. Like it's gonna be they're gonna like interfere right away and toss yeah. the match. But then when I realize it's thirty minutes, I'm like, Oh well maybe they actually get a full match in before anything happens here, mm -hmm. and and which is good, and that's what I want to see. You sent the video out uh, to to some of our closest followers mm -hmm. uh, of just you know stunk over his Undertaker. Well, there's a spot where Undertaker's at the top turnbuckle yeah. and does his traditional Undertaker, and we're like, we're here, man. Right, we're we are here. Attitude Error, Stone Cold versus Undertaker in a pay per view. And they're both giving it all they got, and it for thirty minutes. This is a great match, right? And and it goes. There's some good back and forth. Yeah. By the way, I know what you're thinking. Undertickle. 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 No, that's that's. It's <laughs> Tom's other character. Make him stop. I am the dead. He only tickles underneath. <laughs> Sir Undertickle. I know you're worried about him. What happened with him in his title? What do you mean? It was missing. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't? No, it was on his person. No, I know, but it was missing earlier. Oh, last week? Yeah, last week. Yeah, we talked about that. Okay, so Undertaker has his title. <laughs> I know you guys You guys were worried. I know you were. We explained it in the last episode. Yeah, but he never... Oh, yeah, yeah. He, I guess he did get it back. He got it back. You're really fixated on this whole, hey, he never got it back, but we explained how he got it back... Why he got it back, how silly it was that it was missing in the first place. Yeah. That it was the metric Allen wrenches that yes. led to the entire situation. Yeah, it was like by a Minnie Vader. Of clue. It was Owen Hart. <laughs> in the library. The yeah. In the in library. The, in the coffin, you know? Like yeah, whatever. in the coffin. Right. And those four seats and the handicap spot are now taken because the Hart Foundation is coming down by the ramp. And the ramp. I thought they bought tickets. How are they getting down the ramp? It's the only hand or handicapped access place. Come on, it's, Virginia. It's Richmond. the only ramp that they have. Come on, Richmond. It's 1997. Get some handicapped ramps. Well, they're used to spiders, and spiders have eight legs. Right, so you have plenty. And they can go up the walls. Mm -hmm. They can go upside down. So, like, mm -hmm. really, they don't even need stairs. Yeah. Just, if, like, you're, if you're only a wrestling fan, this is shout-out to the uh, Richmond Spiders. <laughs> It's a college, you idiots. <laughs> so they are now taking uh, a spot at ringside, and Owen doesn't waste any time. Owen attacks Stone Cold. So it's like, okay, so is it going to be Undertaker and the Heart Foundation? It's not. Because Undertaker's like, fuck Owen Hart. I'm going to start kicking his ass too. Yeah, so, well, yeah. So. It's basically Stone Cold and Undertaker versus the Howard Foundation, and they throw them back in the crowd. You know, it's a, it's about these two guys. Right. It's just like this whole, uh, you know, the comedians getting attacked. Just throw them back in the crowd. Little just throw them back in the crowd. Uh, there's a spot in this match, though, where JR says they're talking about Brian Pillman being a part of the Howard Foundation, and JR says during uh, Shotgun Saturday Night, Brian Pillman said... Specifically, that he is technically not part of the Heart Foundation. This might be the spiritual council. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah, I, I Even mean, though he does have a Heart Foundation shirt on, he might as well be a member. 
Right. But he's saying that he's not a member. From Brian Pillman's mouth, he's not a member of this group. And I'm kind of fingers crossed that he's not a member of this group. I want him to do his own thing. I, I do want him to do his own thing, too. But I know that he's going to die in, like, five months. And so, <laughs> you know, it's sad. It's fucking sad. But, you know, I was watching AEW, and, you know, his son's in there. Of course. Did you know that John Harbaugh and Brian Pillman were college roommates? Wait. Brian Pillman. And John Harbaugh, the coach of the Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens. Yes. Were college roommates? They were college roommates at Miami of Ohio, playing on a mm-hmm. football team together. They were tight. They were best friends. Really? Best friends. I mean, how do you not be friends with Brian Pillman? I, I don't know. Do you think that Harbaugh would be where he's at without Brian Pillman? No, not a chance. No Super Bowl. Brian Pillman didn't exist in no Super Bowl. No, no Harborough versus Harborough match. No. Why am I saying Harborough like know. that? Like it's Marlboro, weird. You're thinking Mar- oh, I'm thinking the Marlboro man, yeah. Brian Pillman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In this I match, I would love to just pick John Harbaugh's brain on like his time with Brian Pillman. Like I'm sure he wasn't as like loose cannony back then because he was like a football player at a college, yeah, and, and everything, and hadn't started doing drugs or anything yet. Where was uh, Ben Roethlisberger at? What's the age? What's like the 20, age? What's the age difference years, there? Ten years. Oh, is it that much? Yeah, I think he was at Miami of Ohio in like oh, so, oh well, he was probably right after no, probably four years after that we started. Who else is from like Miami of Ohio? That's like huge. Nobody, Nobody else. Nobody else. But those are like those are the three guys. I mean, you could say those are three like. I don't. I'm not a big Roethlisberger I mean, like fan, but school, like for a Mac school, that's pretty good. That's three huge, huge people. Guys, yeah. I mean, Brian Pillman up here, and then Brian like Pillman, Harborough, and then like Roethlisberger. Mm, Roethlisberger. Then I'm like, not a big Roethlisberger guy. He's two time Super Bowl champion. I know. I'm. I agree Aaron with. You. Okay, who's a better quarterback? Aaron Rodgers. I know. Like he's got a bigger dick too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Go pack up. Go back, go. <laughs> Do you notice that in this match, Austin hits an SDFU? Yeah. They used to call it just an STF. Mm-hmm. Step over to a whole face lock. Mm-hmm. And uh, you wasn't part of it. Of course. Yeah. That was a John Cena thing. Of course it was. everything about you. The you. The you, Miami. Miami you yeah. of Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, Austin later goes for a stunner, but ends up just being a jawbreaker, right? Yeah. Well, he's got a sleeper hold, and he just drops him on his head. And we we thought it was a stunner. We thought it was a stunner. We thought it was a stunner. JR knew wisely that it was just a jawbreaker. Shout out to JR. He knows his uh, jawbreakers from a stunner. Most people. Well, that is true. We'll put it here. No, I don't. That'll take a whole extra week to edit <laughs> So should we do like the honey barbecue, the Korean barbecue, like just post oh, the JR, episode? Yeah. Hey, I'm trying to get a hold of JR. I can't figure out what barbecue sauce to post. Oh, why don't you have JR on the podcast? Well, you know what? We'll have him on the podcast. Sorry, I can't do it this day. I got choir practice. I can't make it. So let's try this night. And then he just hates us forever and never joins the podcast. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the match that's coming up. <laughs> Stone Cold kicks the Undertaker for a low blow right in the dick. And then the referee. In front of the referee. In front of the referee. And Earl's tending to Undertaker. 
And behind Errol's back, Stone Cold gives him a bird, right? Double bird. Double bird. And then Undertaker's on the ground. And then Stone Cold goes over Undertaker. And the Undertaker ends up getting a low blow on Stone Cold. And what does Earl do? Well, yeah, because Stone Cold's trying to be like, oh, he just low blowed me. He's like, no, I saw you kick him in the balls. Yes. And he goes, the ref gives the double fucking fingers to Stone Cold. How cool is that? Is that not not attitude or what? The ref flips off Stone Cold in the middle of a main event pay-per-view match. I wish the refs and like the umpires and and MLB and 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 refs in the NBA and NFL would do that to coaches. Like sure. could you imagine instead of just teeing them up they're just, yeah, like, just like they're just doing this. You. Yeah. Fuck you, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Like, Come on, dude. Know? He was a bull. Yeah, so he's got COVID. Does he? He's gonna miss most of the series. By this time, they'll have already won the NBA Finals by the time we see this episode. That's all right. Well, the Kings got the assistant coach as their head coach. Of, of the Warriors? Yeah. Mike Brown? Mike Brown, yeah. Is he still coaching with them? No, he's going to be a King. No, I know, but like he's ran out to playoffs with the, the Warriors? That I don't know. I, I, I don't I think so. No, no, I think after, sure? after the season. Well, no, gonna... but like he's in the playoffs. And they're currently there. No, no, I think it's after the season oh, that he's, he's going to be right. the Sacramento Kings head coach. This is the first time I've actually been a little bit excited about. Um, oh, he's a terrible coach. You think so? Yeah. They I will just, never do anything. I know they won't do anything. I just think this, this is something. No, he's he's only uh, considered good because he had LeBron and uh, he's been Steve Kerr's assistant, but he has never done anything really. Honestly. I just think that maybe it's a, I don't know, maybe a confidence booster for the fans and for everything else. I mean, or else... Ooh, they got one, they just got to move to Dallas by now. I mean, come on. Become a yeah, you've been team. saying this. Become We're a move football team. Move to Dallas. They need another football team. Tom and I talked about this. I'm a big Sacramento Kings fan, but Tom's just saying that. Scratch the whole basketball <laughs> idea. And I'm going to not no longer be a Packers fan, and I'm just going to become a no, no, uh, Dallas. Be a Packers fan. Just stop caring about basketball. We'll see. You know, Snoop thought about a big three team, so we just started watching the big three. The big three? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. It's like Ice Cube's three-on-three basketball league that he has. Hmm. Snoop talked about it. Is it half court? Yeah. Three-on-three. It's got, like, some pretty good ex-NBA players. and uh, Is the professor there? Uh, I feel like that's a good thing for the professor. The professor's not dead. I'm looking it up. The professor's not dead. He's he in makes... one. He's for man one, right? Yeah, he's not dead. He I'm makes like dead. TikToks all the time. Oh, really? You're on, yeah. You're on TikTok? I'm on TikTok, oh, but follow me. <laughs> yeah, <Turbo laughs> why are you following my Turbo the Time Machine account? The professor, the professor is still alive for sure. Oh, yeah, he's not even that old. Yeah, he's probably what thirty six. Dude, you're really close. He did die? No, no. Really he to died me. today. Yeah. Gonna, but in like a month, a month from today, he's going to be 37. So you're two years off. Really. Oh, this is Russell Vessel. You know who died? was the fat guy. What was his name? The elevator? Oh, Russell. from N1? Yeah. Yeah, did he die? I think he died. Oh. So I just assumed that's who you were talking about. No, the professor is the white guy that no, looks I like. No, I get it. Okay. All right, back to this match. Right after that. Uh, ref flips off Stone Cold, and the Undertaker sets up for 
possibly one of the best choke slams I've seen. Yeah, it was a really good choke slam. I mean, you can't really compare one choke slam to another because they're all kind of similar. But yeah, this was a, this was the best one. Okay, you did. You heard it from Tom himself. This was the best fucking choke slam we've seen. So a phenomenal choke slam, almost the best I've ever seen, and. Austin is smart about this. He knows the tombstone's coming up, and Austin rolls outside of the ropes. And then Austin finally catches his breath, gets in the ring. Undertaker goes to set up the tombstone, and Austin hits the Stone Cold Stunner. And he goes for the pin. One, and the bell rings. Yeah, it's a weird sound, too. It's not It's not the ding, 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 ding. It's a ding. Ding. It's more at the hey the boys, house. dinner's ready. Ding, ding, ding. It's like a funeral shit, you know? Oh, church. yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of church, church. Brian Pillman. Tabernacle. <laughs> it's Brian Pillman. Brian ringing Pillman's the ringing the bell. And he's just an audience member. How does he get there? Where is the security? To keep him out, like you, I guess we can go. We can go to a wrestling match and just go ring the bell anytime with no repercussions. So we should do that. We're not loose cannons, though. Well, we gotta become loose cannons. So Brian Pillman rings the bell and causes a whole kerbopple. And during this whole thing, you know, Stone Cold's pissed. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. And he turns around. And is faced with the Undertaker. And Undertaker sets up the tombstone. But Stone Cold reverses it into a tombstone of his own. What? Stone Cold gonna do a tombstone? Hell yeah. And it is reversed. Undertaker lands the tombstone again. One, two, three, and Taker wins. Very cool ending. Very cool ending indeed, would you not say? I would say that match ended almost perfectly. Almost perfectly. Especially because we already knew what was going to happen. And then it made it even better because we thought that it wasn't going to happen. And then it did happen. And then it ended the match. But that wasn't all. There was more. Tell us. The Heart Foundation comes right into the ring from the crowd. No security stopped them. Again, huge problem with this because... Why even have security if just any of the fans come in? It's the same thing with Will Smith. It's the same thing with uh, the guy who tried to attack Dave Chappelle. It's all just drama. But they go right after Undertaker and not after Stone Cold. You think they got beef with Stone Cold, but now they got beef with Undertaker for some reason. I think it's the title, but yeah. Yeah, well, it's the only title. But it's funny that they go right after Undertaker instead of Stone Cold. But Stone Cold's taking advantage of that. He realizes that uh, the King of Hearts, Bret Hart, Bret Hart, is just chilling in his wheelchair. He's oh, he's vulnerable. Hard. Very vulnerable. I thought he was going to take the wheelchair and just like, scoot away with him. No. But he just pushes him over. He tips him over, yes. That he has, and just goes into the ring and starts beating the shit out of everybody. Mm-hmm. And then, right after that, he kind of cleans house. The Hart Foundation kind of walk away towards the ramp. And then he sees Undertaker and just like, Hey, fuck it. I'll hit a stunner. Hits the stunner on the Undertaker, <laughs> grabs the, the uh, crutch, and then chases the Hart uh, Foundation out of the arena. And Undertaker follows. Gets up pretty quickly from that stunner, I thought. Yeah, he's dead, man. Well, you know, 
rigor mortis and whatnot. Sure. I would, yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> Safe to say I would agree with that. <clears throat> and that is the uh, In Your House, Cold Day in Hell. Best In Your House I've ever seen. So far, I think this was the best you In Your House. You think there's going to be a better In Your House? I think this is going to be the best In Your I House I hope there's time. a better In Your House. I hope Not so that too. this wasn't good, I just... You know, I'm, no, I, I hope you're right. And someone's like, "Hey, you enjoy those orgasms?" Like, yeah, I enjoy them. I got a better one. Like, you're gonna so, be, like, yeah. Oh, man, I feel like I had a question here, that like, that. Okay, this is gonna be very like existential, only for our listeners on Spotify. Exclusive question. If or Podbean or if Apple, you could have Podbean. the greatest. Orgasm in the history of your life, mm-hmm. but you knew it was death. Would you take it? Yeah. And then you knew that every orgasm you had afterwards yeah. was never going to be as good. Yep. Then what's the what's the goal? You know. It still feels good. Yeah, it's still all right. right. I've had sex with women that are great at sex, and I've had women that are bad at sex, but it's still sex. So you're saying the degree of orgasm is not different? doesn't matter it's all good mm. like if I were to say I'm going to show you the best wrestling match you've ever seen in your life would you watch it absolutely same thing but like you're still going to watch wrestling but but I wouldn't I wouldn't 100% believe you that I'd never see a better match in my life right so but, that's but this that's is, even this better is, you have to know you would know this is the best organization sure I feel like I would do it too, but I wouldn't appreciate it as much as I needed to. Like, I would regret it the whole rest of my life. Well, I feel like either way you're going to be disappointed because everything's, like, built up. Like, it was like, oh, that was no, the best. No, it's not. You're not that was the best orgasm you ever had, you're ever going to have in your life. Like, oh, I still feel like it could have been better. No, no. You're always going to be disappointed. The whole point here is that it's the best. It's going to fulfill all the needs you've ever had. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to fuck me right now? Like, you're like, I'll give you the best no, forecast of your I, mean, I would say I'd give you the top five, but I don't want to be number one. That's a big top five. He's very humble. He's yeah, definitely no, number I'm one. Gonna, I mean, I gave you this sweet teddy bear for your, for our anniversary, and you gave me a bottle of whiskey. So what does that say? It says you're going to give me the best forecast I've ever had in my That's life. Well, okay. You said it. I didn't. <laughs> That's all I got. So what are you saying? Would you take it? Yeah, no. I mean, I, I'm saying yeah. I would do it because. So here's, you, the, here's also said, the game. He said someone's going to tell you this is the best orgasm. I'm like, yes. No, no, done. not tell you. The, you, you in your mind, and like, there's no argument. Like, you would feel it. You would know it. Everything would be perfect mm-hmm. in the entire perfection of orgasms. But you knew that every other orgasm is going to be less good. Sure. So. Like, I feel like I would take that 100% because you also never know that you'd ever have that orgasm to be anyway. Like, right. it would be a gamble. Be how, like, how do I know I've even had that orgasm? No, you don't. Exactly. You have. So you start the prostate stimulation that we talked about. I, I feel like there's never been like, oh my God, that orgasm was better than I've ever had. Because you haven't, you haven't started your prostate. So then <laughs> stick a finger in my ass. Let's go, dude. I'm not going to do it. I'll talk to GB. I'll talk to Scott. No, no, no. It's not the same. I don't work with those guys. 
<laughs> You're right. This would be better. We'll do it live on the OnlyFans uh, account. Uh, what is his handle on that again? I don't know. We still got to make it. Right. Well, we actually we have an OnlyFans Spotify. So it's like OnlyFans. It's just, only it's just our foot yeah. photos. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You don't see anything. It's all it's all audi- audible. It's like, oh, my God. Those sounds are erotic. <laughs> yeah, it does. Wave, wave, wave after wave. Wave after wave. Wave after wave. But I just love when I heard him put his finger in his butt. That was so hot. Stupid. <laughs> but yeah, I would go with the... I, yeah, I would 100% go with the known best orgasm. But I feel like all... all I mean, like for majority, it's like all orgasms for me are kind of like the same. They're all good. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. Yeah. I never, I never been like... I mean, there's times I've blown bigger loads, but that I think it has nothing to do with like the orgasm. You were in a bad orgasm? Yeah. When that you didn't want to have had. No, not that I didn't want to. There's never like, you ever have like, um, you ever like find $20 in your pocket that you didn't wish you had that money? Fuck, I didn't want these $20. I'm going to spend this on, yeah, whatever. It's kind of the same thing. No, it's just like times when I'm like, I've like pulled out because I knew I was like close to coming. And then like, as soon as I pulled out, like I kind of like came and then I just wipe it on the bed sheets, and I'm like, all right, wipe the pre-cum, wipe, wipe the little bit of, like, extra. Post-cum. And then I just go back in. Yeah, there's times I'm like, I, I'll, like, not often, but You're it's going like. going back in? You're yeah. going back in? Yeah, because I want to, again, like, I want to make it, I want it to be better. It's not going to be better the second time. Is it gonna it's be never, it, it's never better the second time, but in my mind, I was like, oh, I don't want to come yet. And I'll pull out, mm-hmm. and I'm like. And this stuff comes out, and then like, should we do a cum podcast where we just talk about cum for? Oh, we've been a cum podcast I mean, for at least the last ten minutes. This is funny because this is only going to be on Spotify, <laughs> which is probably good. Yeah, on YouTube, I can't talk about blowing loads. So this will this is actually extracurricular activity because the um, sure look at the time machine. Deep cuts. This is taxi cab competitions. Yeah, yeah, here. pretty much, pretty much. I'm asking yeah. you about your th- th- Those are like the only bad like orgasms, like where I pull out and I'm like, oh, I don't want to come yet, and then like, oh, oopsie, and I'm like, oopsie potato, you know. oopsie potato, and that's it. But then I go back in and I. I do. I've never done that before. I don't know if that means I'm better than you or not, but I think. So. I don't know either. <laughs> I was gonna say like. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm going to take it as I feel like that means I care. About what? I just mean like it... You, you care know, about like, more like no, orgasm. I think that's more selfish because I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm going to come and everything's good. But it's just like, no, I'm not, I'm not done. I mean, there's a lot of times you're like, oh, I don't want to come yet. I don't want to come yet. Like, you know what I mean? Which like, you, you don't want to come yet. And then like you pull out and you're like, I think I saved it just in time. And you're just like, oh, shit came out. But it wasn't like an actual like orgasm. Oh, Shit just came that's out. Thing, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Like when you pull out and you feel like it's just in time, you're like, oh, but my body's telling me, my, my body, body, my body's telling me yes. <laughs> you gotta spread that seed, Robert. That's my boy Robert. Always skeeting on people. <laughs> Always skeeting on sheets and wiping yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget that little accent at the end. <laughs> yeah. That tail has got a future. Shove it back in there. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my only time was a bad like, not a bad orgasm, but just like not compared to like the better ones. But yeah, they all the they all been pretty orgasm. level. 
Yeah. Like, bad orgasm is still awesome. Right? It's still an orgasm. Yeah. It's like... It's like getting bad Coke. It's like, yeah. I'm no, spend no, it's it. not. Because that could be bad. <laughs> yeah, It true. could be really bad. That's, like, yeah. way worse than getting just... Like, Seems like you had more bad... That's getting... That's way... So, it's way better to get no Coke than bad Coke, I think. Really? Like, bad? Like, not doing shit? Oh, I've never had not doing shit. Yeah, it's, I mean, not doing shit's relative, but like well, that's worse because you're like you're anticipating right, something, that's what I'm saying. and you spend money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I never had that, so I'm like, bad girls like, I feel like it should be higher than this, but yeah, my nose is something. fucked up, so that's like, <laughs> well, that's like, the worst yeah, part of it at all. Right? Yeah, I guess that's fun. Yeah, it's like, like bad. That's where you're at. That's where you're thinking here. Okay, maybe I'll edit that part out too. Uh, either way, a great in your house. Probably the, the in best your in your house we've seen. I don't know. I would say Very so. good. Happy one year anniversary, and we're going to take a little time hey. off. We're going to be in Austin for a week, and then you're going straight to Sweden. Yeah. Got to spread the word. I already packed all my business cards for Turnbuckle Time Machine for the Austin trip. Make it rain on the bitches. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> Guys, that is In Your House Cold, Cold Day in Hell. Very good. I w- let's, let's give it a quick rating. I'm going to say that that's an 8.3 for me. Uh, out of just pay-per-views or out of in your houses? Um, out of what we just... Uh, out of pay-per-views. I'm going to say that that... 8.31. Cool. You heard it here. Mine's better. Technically. Actually. Actually. All right, guys. Good night. And God bless wrestling.